Are you working? What kind of work do you do? Dads, welcome to episode 9 of the Bald Randy Asian Podcast. On today's show, we have our college football's finest segment to recap week 11 of foosball for you guys. Make sure to check out Twitter for our video alongside that recap. After a quick recap, we'll be getting into the latest news in sports and awards of the week. We also have a special guest on the podcast Wednesday from the Wheeling Nailers organization, so make sure to check that out. Please subscribe, give us a review, it's free, and let's get tropical! Episode 9, College Foosball, Week 11. Fumble! Here it comes. Here we go. Come on. Tell your moms. We start again at Hard Rock, where fists stay flying, as the only fight in this Irish team came from the fans. Brian Kelly choked again on the big stage, this time on the used turnover chain, as Miami's defense flew around the field for another four-turnover game. Malik Rozier and the offense fed off the swagger of the defense, putting up one touchdown in the air and three on the ground. After this statement, you can't deny it anymore, baby. The U's back, and the bandwagon is rolling deeper than ever. Notre Dame 8, Miami 41. They're not gonna get up! In Oklahoma, that douchebag Baker Meatfield continues yep. to torque defenses, passing for three tutties and over 300 yards. My man Ronnie Anderson was looking like Smash Williams, rumbling and tumbling all over the soft TCU D for nearly 300 yards and four tutties. Oklahoma rolls, TCU 20, Oklahoma 38. Upset alert in Auburn. The SEC continues just to be an average-ass conference. The so-called number one team in the nation got their asses handed to them by a team that lost to LSU. As Nick Chubby was a no-show, rushing for less than 27 yards. Both teams stay in the playoff hunt, however, even though the SEC still sucks. Georgia, 17. Auburn, 40. OH! Any question mark O? Ohio State's fans came with just as much heat as the team on Saturday. The Buckeyes put up a stellar performance against the Spartans just a week too late. Urban Meyer finally remembered he has not one, but two stud running backs in the backfield, as Weber and Dobbins combined for almost 300 yards, and JT Barrett followed up last week's gem of a game with three total touchdowns. Wait a minute. Do you guys smell that? What's that? I think it's a playoff chance. Michigan State 3, Ohio State 48. Some spread. In Wisconsin, Ohio State killer Nathan Stanley was nowhere to be found, thrown for 41 yards and a pick. Meanwhile, Alex Hornibrook was a fucking dog. Torching Iowa for 135 yards and three picks. Just kidding, he was trash. How the fuck did they win by 24? The Badgers somehow continue with undefeated ways. Iowa 14, Wisconsin 38. And finally, the Crimson Tide Who? gets lucky and barely beats a mediocre three-loss Mississippi State team. Jalen Hurts was fantastic yet again, ah, throwing ah, for ah. over 200 yards and one touchdown, absolutely torching the very average Bulldog defense. <laughs> the Tide rolls averagely again. Alabama 31, <laughs> Mississippi State 24. Sad, dudes. Episode 9. We just got finished what's with up, College Football's up, Finest Week 11. Hope you guys Whoop. enjoyed that. Gil, you want to introduce our other recurring guests real quick? Oh, yeah. Uh, as always. You. <laughs> as always. Uh, glad to have him. Love being around him. Uh, Jacob Schubert. Same thing. Reoccurring guest. What was that? I said I wish I could say the same thing Maybe about you. Maybe if you didn't inter- interrupt me when I uh, talked, I would have heard you the first time. Hey, Shoop, how's that, how's that uh, poll going for you? Oh, yeah. Um, from yesterday's yeah, I'm episode. kind of pissed off about that. Uh, I have turkey. Yeah, the, he thought it was locked in with turkey. I think he put too much stock into like, thing about Thanksgiving, and I'm losing. So, but talk- it's coming close. Last time I checked, I think I was making a little bit of a comeback. So Burner yeah. accounts. Burner All my accounts. fans out there, um, vote for me, your favorite co-host on this podcast. Co-host? What? what was that? Yeah, second, second reoccurring co-host. 
All right. Um, couple announcements before we get into the show. Special thanks to Slaughter for oh, coming yeah. down. You guys should notice that it wasn't a call-in. The audio yeah. was better, yeah. so thanks for coming down for that. That was awesome. Speaking of the poll, Slaughter's struggling. He's at 15% right now. You're, what are you at, like 16 or something? 22. Okay. Oh, big step. Ooh, 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 you're talking, you're at 28. I'm six behind you. Yeah, well, still shoot, where am I at? 35. Oh. Which I don't know how you got that with cheesy potatoes. Cheesy um, potatoes. From what I've heard pick. from the fans, cheesy potatoes might be the favorite. I think the fans are just ham was also a hell of a steal. Gray hair, so. So. Yeah, I got a I got Shout a fan out. base in the ham squad. Yeah, I think. Been, I think that's all I've been hearing I think all I day. Into, uh, that's all I've been hearing. Not that I mean we're not we don't discriminate out here like we said. So yep. not that anything's wrong with turkey, but some people do prefer a nice ham. So yeah. I think I might have tapped into something there. She just looks so disgusted right now. I mean, I, I don't know what he expected. Did you hear? I'm just yeah, I'm not happy. All right. Yeah, also, we got a special guest Wednesday from the Wheeling Nailers. Oh, yeah. so we're, on the way, we're on the way to being famous. Yeah. So it's you really know, not a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. Uh, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. So I mean, are we gonna we're gonna save like who? Let's save it. Yeah, we'll save, save exactly it. Yeah, we'll who save it, it is. Yeah. It's. A, I think it's a. I think it's a pretty cool interviewee. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm not gonna say any cooler or less cool than our other ones, but just like a different, maybe a little different avenue. Yeah, we weren't. Sure. We weren't really expecting. Um, but it kind of happened real fast. We're not yeah. upset about it at no, all, no, so no. pumped to have him on. Can't wait. So we do have a couple Bethany shout-outs before we get to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout-out Riley Myers, all-pack second team. Oh, yeah, freshman. So that's big. Yeah. That's big. Yeah, definitely helps out the team there. Keep it rolling. Bethany football stepped up with a dub in their oh, senior, uh, season finale, 34-23 against uh, St. Vincent. That's how you start. That's how you finish. And they Two finish strong. Uh, hey. They went off. They finished the season on the dub. I mean, not many, not many people can do that. Yeah, um, for real. So that's cool. To all the seniors out there, congrats on winning yes, the last yes. game. And then, congrats, and then congrats Sorry. on women's volleyball for a successful season. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, very ECAC successful. ECAC quarters, a close loss, 3-2 to Brandy's, or however you say that. We don't, give, we don't give a fuck. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, fuck that team. Screw <laughs> them. Whoa, um, wait a minute, actually. Sorry. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> we don't discriminate. Fantastic. All right, we good for the news? I think so. Are Bring you good on. for the news, Ben? Yeah. I just want to make sure you're okay, buddy. I mean, we want our guests to feel comfortable. Yeah. So, yeah. you of good? Of course. Yeah, All I'm right. ready. <laughs> we treat our guests well on the show. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's get to the NBA. Uh, first topic, Harden is going the mm. fuck off. This, um, this shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. He came in second in MVP voting last year. All right, but he I also know. has a, diff- a little bit of a different team around him, another superstar in his backcourt. I mean, you could you could definitely have expected different Just someone else him. to pass in the ball. It's pretty much what it is. But Chris Paul's out right now. So, like, they lost a bunch of guys in that trade. So, he's going with a little different team for I mean, sure. who they lose in that trade? Just, I thought they just lost Patrick Beverly in, like, a draft Patrick pick. Willi- or Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams, um, Sam Decker, Montrose Harrell. Sam Decker was probably the like yeah. five guys there. So. Oh, that's pretty big. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah he's going I mean, off. I do kind of agree with you, though, Shub. This is He's one of the superstars in the league, so I guess it's not entirely surprising. But I do think, kind of like what Ben said, the reason it's even a topic of discussion right now is with what he's been, what he's yeah, had true. around him while he, but while he goes as on As everyone's this. out, it just gives him more reason to shoot the ball. So, but, I mean, yeah. he's putting up numbers. He just put up uh, – I'm, I didn't want to be the one to bring this up, but a 35-point triple-double against our beloved Cavaliers <laughs> the other day. Yeah, bring that up. What were the other two 10 stats, like the other 10 whatever stats? Like? That's a great question. Maybe you should have done – what? Like what were the other two doubles? Maybe you should have done your research. I'm going to assume assists and rebounds. 
Uh, yeah, it's like, usually I have like a hard time thinking it's going to be assists. What? James Harden's averaging I feel like you're over giving, 10 assists this year. You do know they made him like the point guard, right? Like yeah. He plays point guard now? You know he led the league in assists last year? Apparently you didn't know that. Fake news. All right, whatever. I did not uh, know that. Shub's you, not you guys, with his I hope listeners back home, I just want you to hear that. That is an example of well, a little really prejudice there. A little prejudice. Shub holds on to things maybe a little too long. Maybe he's not with the times. Poor sabermetrics. Mm, yeah. Poor, very poor. Yeah. For as big as number guys as we are, Shub, I'm a little disappointed with that one. Right. Do we want to get man. into LeBron ripping Phil mm. Jackson a little bit? Was it a rip, though? Yeah. We'll get into it. A little it. bit. That so. was a nice transition. I mean, he also ripped the Browns, too. I didn't hear his exact, like, words. Okay, so he was talking about Dennis Smith, uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Okay, I'm sorry. I guess I know what he said. You yeah. can still give a rundown, but I just wanted to clarify. Uh, tone and delivery were obviously okay. are obviously big, like, factors. Just, like, normal tone. Yeah, okay, I did not hear the yeah. delivery. He was just saying that, you know, they passed on a great one and that the Knicks, he should be a Nick. Just and facts. It. He uh, clarified the comment later saying that this was oh, no yeah. rip of Frank Nilakina, the guy that they ended up picking. Mm-hmm. It was really a shot at Phil Jackson. So Ooh. Yeah, he, oh, he did say he that. He straight up said that. that. He yeah. didn't oh, okay. hold anything I, There you go. Hey, Shub, you didn't do your research maybe on that last one? I didn't do mine on this yeah, one. That's all right. But we learned something every day. Yeah, so. But then he also said that the Browns should not should have drafted Deshaun Watson. That's well, really no not, shit. That's yeah, not a hot take. Shit. Yeah, exactly. No that's shit. Logic. said. Well, we have another person telling us yeah. that because we didn't have enough. <laughs> no, not at all. Also, the Celtics, uh-huh. 12 wins in a row. Any thoughts, Cavs fans? Um, I'm not surprised. I mean, this is – I haven't been too public about this just because I don't want to face any discrimination. But just on a personal note, Kyrie – it's not even my – Kyrie's my favorite player in the league right now. Like that he, – he has been. I'm not going to stop being a fan – uh, as an individual, I'm, I'm not a Celtics fan by any means, but I'm a Kyrie fan. So for what I see as, I'm I think he's a top five player in the league. Ooh, that's a, you could say that's five. a hot take, but I think he's a top five player in the league. Um, so for oh, him to go oh, to and already this real quick for him number one, LeBron James. I don't really interrupt yes. number you. Number two, Kevin Durant. Number three, I'm not getting into it right now, boss. I'm just saying the case could be Russell made. Westbrook. You what'd you just say? What'd you just say right there? Arguably. I wasn't here okay, to argue that three, right now. We up, can do this another Westbrook. time. Shoot, number can four, I finish what I was saying? This wasn't number the point. Five, anybody else besides Kyrie Irving? <laughs> Are you dumb? I am. All right. I'm glad you got that out. I feel like that's been <laughs> Please continue, up you for a while. I kind of forget where I was at. You're talking about Kyrie, top five player, arguably. <laughs> okay, yeah, arguably. And I said that at the beginning, so shoot, I really don't know where you're coming from. Um, all right. Fuck. Sorry. Shoot, you got me all riled <laughs> up over here. <laughs> Anyway, you take a talent like that, you put them on an already – I mean, they won the conference last year, right? So you put them on – you put them on an already contending team. I don't know. I mean, this is kind of what you expected. They got young guys that are good. They're – I don't want to say the real deal because it's early and, like, teams do go on runs, but they are putting on a very strong showing right now. And no Hayward, too. So, I mean, I'm not going to say Kyrie's a top-five player. I know the players she listed and Giannis. I think that's oh, the yeah, top Giannis, five. So but saying. Kyrie's definitely in my top ten just because he's so important. I'll, go, I'll agree like, with top ten. This if top you five. look at the playoffs, like when the game slows down, it's all about finding scores that can create their own offense and do it at the highest level. And he's done it on the fucking NBA Finals two he years might be in the, a row. He might be the best at finishing the tough shot and getting yeah. himself a shot. There was a video 
There was. Did I say that? Well, you said he might be the best. So I'm clarifying. Of all time, we're like in this NBA right now. Well, shoot, if I would have said that, then it would have been of all time. If I well, said how, do I know, how am I supposed to know? It sounds like you said of all time, and you were talking about this NBA now. I'm not gonna let you get to me. <laughs> um, well, I forgot. Then go ahead. I just I forgot where I was at. But you're like, talking right. about Kyrie. So you you think you know you said the Celtics. I have are, specific to say. Did I interrupt you? You said the Celtics are a 12 game winning streak. Yes. And, you know that's that's wonderful and all, but I don't care if the Cavs are the one seed, the six seed, or they the eight seed. They gotta get there. They gotta get there, and all that matters is LeBron's in the playoffs, and we're we're gonna make make it to the finals no matter what happens. So. All right, well, I'm just talking as about long the, as the news. I'm, the just, team, I'm giving fine, facts. I'm giving information. I'm sharing news to the public. I'm being an entertainer. Shoot's coming with some anger. Uh, informer, so I don't know what you're all about here. So. Well, here we go. I'll, I'll we'll lighten up the tone a little bit, I guess. Uh, I know, Ben, you kind of wanted to talk about this, but he did r- just receive a face injury. I don't know the specifics, yeah. but does that – do we know for sure? Is, it, is he getting a mask? He's getting a mask, and mask Kyrie is very fun. I saw a stat. He's played in a mask with, like – Four games, he scored over 30 in three of them. Wow. So, same metrics right there. I actually didn't know that, and I was going to say, because this still might be a take, that's a small sample size, but I didn't even know there was a sample size. Yeah. But I was going to say, some players have alter egos. I mean, I'd say Kyrie's is untucked jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for Throw sure. back to the finals. Yeah. So, so my thing was, this could be another you, get one. Mo- you get multiple alter egos, the talent maybe spreads too thin. Maybe. Is Mass Kyrie going to be as good? Because he's got to share with Untucked Jersey Kyrie. That's true. Very true. And if they both come out, well, that could be very bad, actually. If that they both happen at the same time, late game. Which is possible. Late fourth quarter. Does mask he miss? And untucked Does he miss if that happens? No, uh, impossible. Uh, impossible. Literally impossible. That's just, that's just wrong. Who's better? From. Untucked Kyrie slash Mass Kyrie or gang sign John Wall? I'm going to go with Kyrie here. Just because John Wall's, you know, he hasn't proved, proven enough with that jump shot. You know, yeah, when the game gets into the half court setting, that's he's a scary just not that dominant. Back to the half court setting, the Cavs are missing that right now. It is very yeah. obvious they're missing that. Um, that that's the one thing I will say. I will give Kyrie credit. I think Kyrie's a fantastic player. Not top five like Gil said, and not the best of all time at finishing game winning shots late in the game. Never said that. Um, but he is a great player. And you added another thing in there. Did you say late in the game? I never said that. Yes, you did. You no. said no. finishing time, finish around the rim. Tough shots. You don't say finishing around the rim. You I said didn't say late in game. Late games, I can't wait for you to finishing. hear this tomorrow. Well, I don't, I don't we listen. We do record I this. So. <laughs> you say you don't listen. <laughs> if I don't listen, I don't have to okay, hear it tomorrow. Okay, okay, All right. Last thing about the NBA before we move on. Lonzo Ball, youngest ever to record a triple-double. Was it by like five days? Hmm? Wasn't like by like five days to like LeBron. Still oh, younger, something like that. Yeah, still yeah. young. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just clarifying. Seems I like you're ripping him. him. No, he's ripping everybody I'm, today. Oh my god. All right, Lonzo Ball, great player, terrible jump shot. Yes. Top five. Arguably better than mine though. Top five. <laughs> Is top he in five your top one? five? Of worst jump shots of all time. Uh, players. He'll. You seem to have your list over there. Why would he be in my top five? He's not. All right, anyway. I'm not even top five. I have another serious question. I'm not listening to you. All right. Serious question. question. I've I've heard washed up, thrown around. I don't think that. It's a little too early. Inconsistent, maybe. You can say that for sure. But I just want to know what you guys think as far as that washed up thing goes. Because, like I said, I'm not a firm believer yet. But I guess I can see... Maybe overhyped is yeah. maybe a better overhyped, word, but yeah. I wouldn't say washed. Well, I think but I, know you I think, think everyone thought he was gonna come out here and score twenty five points a night, and that's not his game. Yeah, his he's game not is he's gonna share the ball. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get ten, maybe, 
But he's going to have double-digit assists almost on a nightly basis, and that's what he's doing. And that's why I'm not surprised to see triple-doubles like this. Well, I got a stat line right here just because when I saw it, it was, it was even a little worse than what I thought. So for his season right now, uh, 9.7 a game, 6.8 rebounds, 7.4 assists, only shooting 31% from the field, though. So, I mean, that's not like – the worst I've ever seen. It's not good, though. It's not good at all. <laughs> I do want to give a little take on Lonzo real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Um, there's just so much pressure on this kid. Oh, my yeah. goodness. It's crazy. And like, now with his brother. Yeah. Like, that's China, just yeah. It, it, as if there wasn't another thing to talk about or yeah. ask him about, you know. And I've yeah. seen interviews of him getting questions. of. of but what? he's handled – I'll give him credit. He's handled every interview he's done very well and very professionally, un, unlike his dad. No doubt about that. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not saying – I don't think – I'm by no means saying that he's like, he's showing it, but like yeah. you have to think it, that oh, takes yeah. a toll. It definitely is tough. The biggest narrative about him and his game isn't even him; it's his dad. Yeah. yeah. So my biggest concern is his jump shot because that's been terrible. It's, it's disgusting. But I do want to note <laughs> that like he's 19, like he's younger than us. Yeah. Like if you look at other guys' rookie yeah. years, like Giannis, I know it's a different situation. Giannis was not a number one pick, but he averaged only like you know six points a game. So guys get better. To clarify, guys Lonzo better. Ball was number two pick, not number one. Yeah, no, I was just saying, like, you know, number one, number two caliber. Giannis yeah, was like no, 13. No, no, yeah, no, I was clarifying. So yes. fuck you, shoot. Um, <laughs> That's what I told you. He's just, I think he just came here ready to jump on Yeah, us. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but, I mean, he is a little different than Giannis just because, you know, he's not going to grow another four inches or whatever. So he's got, definitely going to have to develop that jump shot, but he's still very young. Like, didn't, it's yeah. Didn't the Lakers come out today and say, like, as of right now, they're not going to try and change his jump shot? I'm not sure. I, I thought I saw a th- quote from Magic Johnson well, saying that they're not going to try and change it right now, which kind of makes sense because it's the middle yeah. of the season. Yeah, middle maybe of the season. Maybe after the Absolutely. season, maybe. But and a talent like that. I mean, something that I've just something I've consistently heard in professional sports, like young guys coming in, like will ask, like what What do you do? What do I do now that I'm here? Yeah. And a pretty typical response is fix your jump shot. No, it's just do what got you there. True. So I mean, for a talent like that, I mean, unless it shows to be a consistent problem where it's not getting better but I would say it's probably a smart move to let an athlete a basketball player of his caliber maybe kind of figure it out at first especially yeah, being early I agree. In the if, season if his, shot, if his shot gets better within the season and he keeps it the same way then let's let him keep doing it that's what I'm saying but if for him to take his game to the next level if he develops that jump shot it's going to make him so much more of a weapon because people are going to try and close out on him and that's when he gets mm-hmm. to use his speed and blow by people and then Get to the rim where he's a pretty good finisher at the rim, mm-hmm. but I mean, if he doesn't develop that jump Top shot, they're just going to sag. Ever? Okay, no, they're just going to sag off and let him <laughs> shoot and live and die with him shooting. Because I mean, that's pretty. I'd it's be still okay a super small sample size too. Like I don't yeah, think we're even we're 15 early. games in. I think that's another reason they haven't changed it, just because in college he shot so well. Like from, right, that's kind of what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah, you just so. let there. There are times like to to change a player, and there's times to let. A stud be a stud, and oh, like yeah. he by all means sure. is definitely a good basketball player. So, if he's like you said, Ben, it's it's worked for him this far. Yeah. He was the number two pick in the draft. Yeah, it's not something you want to jump on right away unless it's a colossal concern. I don't think it is yet. I agree. I completely agree. All right. So before we move on to the NFL news, we do have a little coach's corner segment for you guys with Coach Calhoun. If you haven't listened to episode four yet with Calhoun and Sleek, make sure to check that out. Nick Calhoun is currently the head coach at USC Lancaster and was a former assistant coach at Bethany College. And now he's on to talk about his take on the Vontaze Perfect ejection. 
And now we have our coach's corner segment. Coach, how we doing? What's up, coach? Doing great. Doing great. You got Coach Calhoun back for you guys. If you haven't listened to that old episode, you should definitely check it out. But friend of the show, uh, now officially, I guess, our second, guest. our second ever reoccurring guest. So sleek is congrats first. to you. What about Sleek? Thank you. Thank you. You've been working hard. been working late hours trying to get this, this second uh, second feature. I'm glad my hard work's finally paying hey, off. Effort, effort sure. is what separates good from great, and, and you got it. Hey. <laughs> All right, so we know hey, the uh, words of Nick Saban, it takes what it takes. Oh, wow. Ooh. You even got the quotes. More wisdom. Hey. He came prepared. <laughs> but um, so we know as a Bengals fan, you probably saw this perfect play. We're just hoping, you know, as a coach and a fan, you could bring us some insight into your take on the incident. Well, um, as a coach, um, walking through it, um, if I was a football coach, I mean, yeah, he got the personal foul right after. He just basically doubled up. It was be, the way I understand it, because I don't understand football rules, as well as, you know, people who follow the game more closely or play football. But basketball, two keys, you're done. So regardless of what you do, you know, what he did, that I mean, you just kind of ask him for it. And, you know, I think I was mentioning it, mentioning it to you guys um, beforehand um, from a fan's perspective. I don't get the games here because I'm in South Carolina now. I get Panthers games, Falcons and stuff like that. But once I saw, or once I heard that Perfect was ejected, I thought it was going to be something gruesome. I thought, like, oh, God, he, he hauled off and he actually slugged the guy. It's like, usually how it goes. Or something like that. So when I saw that, um, you know, when I saw it actually happen, um, I thought the first personal foul was a little weak. But, you know, for coming from my perspective, one, the Bengals are terrible. But two, uh, they're not... <laughs> You know, you can't like he put himself in that spot to begin with, and it's not like it's not like I saw um, I don't know like Andy Dalton got a personal foul. Like it's a guy who constantly gets personal fouls, who's constantly in the mix. So I'm I'm not surprised he put himself in that situation. So I'm not like mad or thought he got screwed or anything like that. You can't touch an official. Like, could you imagine? Like, you guys play baseball. Could you imagine at any point, like in the heat of battle, just touching the umpire? Like whether you're, you oh, you're gone. Do that or yeah. not. Yeah, you can't do that. Just, just, you can't do it. All right, coach. Well, then I got a few, just a little different questions, I guess. Maybe get a little new perspective on it. So I did a little, okay. just a little research, like like we a said. Digging FBI. Search. Yeah, like we yeah. said, like that. We're huge research guys. Yeah. Matrix, you know, effort all separates that. the good Science. and great. Yeah. Um. So there's a report out. Uh, an anonymous Bengals player has come to the defense of Burfick saying that not just this past week, but uh, he said I think it was the last three weeks prior, for at least three weeks, uh, officials have been actually cursing at and provoking Burfick during games. What do you have to think about? What do you have to say about that if it's true? Cursing at him? I mean, the, the, the headline was just to sum it up uh, that referees have been provoking Burfick. Uh, oh, here it is. Refs have cursed at Vontez Burfecht multiple times. That's the report right I now. I mean, if the, the referee union or whatever they did got together and said, hey, let's let's kind of get after this guy. like little conspiracy theory, know, maybe. I, I guess the way I feel about it is, you know, like, 
he has to know at some point. I mean, referees are people too. Absolutely. <laughs> at some point, they're going to get tired of what he continues to do, regardless of you know whether he's in the last play the game this way. Like there are consequences that come to being the guy he is. So he's not one. He's a great talent, but two, the way he goes about it, like I said, there's consequences for being like that. So I don't think he can cry. I, I, basically, I don't feel sorry for him. Mm-hmm. But if the referees are doing that, I mean, that's a whole other issue. I, I believe that referees might be gunning to to pull the, or throw the flags on him. But if they're cursing at him, that that kind of blows my mind, honestly. Yeah, but it was a little. Like, it was a little colluding to get him ejected. Oh, I don't blame him. Okay, yeah, it was a little. It was a little, maybe a little bit of a hot take, but I definitely wanted to hear what you thought about that. Um, and I have one more thing, just from what I got. So there's a, a couple reports going around that um, this particular referee uh, may or may not be a Pittsburgh native. Do you think that had anything to do with the quick trigger finger? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, well, what's your, what's your, uh, not your boy, Gil, but uh, the the people who cheer for the Steelers up there. When what's his name, Juju? He, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, the celebration. Right. Yeah. The AJ Green. Yeah. The uh, the AJ Green incident. So no, that doesn't surprise me at all. I, I, that was my thought too. As soon as I heard, and like I said, this could be just a. I, this is one thing I did not do a ton of research on because if it my narrative so I took it and I ran away with it um, but yeah so it definitely doesn't surprise me I could see I could see that going down no that's trademark Stiller Nation S-T-I-L-L-E-R Stiller Ooh. <laughs> shout out I do have to defend Burfick for a second I am a Steelers fan my dad's from Pittsburgh I'm not a bandwagoner but I thought the whole uh, thing was bullshit so yeah I soft I think he got a little uh, very soft ejection a little screwed there so okay well I mean, you guys got anything else for Coach? No, I'm just, thanks for coming on again. I'm sure yeah, we'll try to do a full you. episode uh, soon here. All right, guys, that's awesome. Thanks for having me back. Uh, I'm excited. I'm actually, well, it probably wouldn't make any difference because then you're going to probably go back to Hong Kong for Christmas. But I'll be up around your guys' way in December. So I'll try to hook up with you guys um, if it works out for everybody. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's do definitely. it if it works out somehow. <laughs> All right, fellas. Thanks for having me on anytime. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll do whatever you guys need. All uh, pleasure, Coach. Episodes. I've been listening to all episodes. After I've been on, they all came on. Great. I love them. Thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Thank you. Are we cool for some NFL? Yes. Oh, yeah. Bring it on, baby. Oh, yeah. First topic we got is the 49ers. First dub of the season. Shout out to the Browns, first off. Shout out yeah. to the Browns. Um, hey. Perfect season parade pick? is what I've heard is going on in Cleveland. Parade? Wow. Paperwork is being filed for a perfect season parade. of being season isn't over yet. You think I'm joking. I'm not here. I'm being dead I heard serious. about this last year, too. And yeah. it's restarted again. They're no. filing paperwork for a parade Bro, I don't, for an 0-16 perfect season. I don't think people season. actually do that. they got to go 0-16 to do it, but I'm kind of excited to see it. And also they've shown some sparks. See, like they played pretty close against mm-hmm. the Lions. Like I don't think it's a hundred percent guaranteed they're gonna not win a game this year. Start with the 49ers. Yeah. We we'll hit it with the Browns. Browns, but they played close with the Lions, and then just like went like idiotic. Did you see their halftime blunder? Oh, that was terrible. What was that? All right, so, so it was. I want to say 18 seconds left, less than 20 seconds left yeah, on the clock. They're 20. on the goal line. They're damn near close. Yeah. They run a quarterback sneak that oh gets stopped, goodness. and then while. 
just lose track of time while the pile is getting cleared and stuff. It, time runs out in the half and they don't score at all. <laughs> and they're on their, they're on like the they're about to score a touchdown. I thought they couldn't get any dumber. I honestly didn't because what I'm about He's to say is pretty wrong. stupid. Th- that's even worse. That's pretty bad. Surprise. They ran. Uh, so the Lions ran trips to the right, mm-hmm. and usually when you know oh, they yeah. run trips, you kind of press the receivers. Mm-hmm. The the defensive backs of the Browns played 15 yards off of the receivers, so you know smartly Matt Stafford audibles into a quick screen to his best player Golden Tate, and Golden Tate runs 45 yards for a touchdown after that. So off a quick screen. Shoot, what you're saying is just as a as a elite quarterback yourself, yeah. you saw the change coming. You would have done the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I would have definitely done the same. You knew what was coming because if they're 15 yards off the ball, it's a guaranteed at least five yards, and then you're allowing the Browns are pretty much allowing the Lions receivers. No, to I hear you. Them. I hear you. Yeah. But now, then here's my and get a, yeah, get a full head of speed. And it's just as a defensive coordinator at the NFL, you have to like realize no that, doubt. What, what are you doing? So, so then, here's my follow up question. Then, uh, as an elite quarterback, because you outsmart these NFL defensive coordinators, because it sure like, sounds that's like that's what you I'm can. hearing. Yeah. Um, and I know I've heard stuff. I'm off the air while we're watching football. Like you seem, you seem like you think you know your stuff. So I want to know what you really. I'm think. I'm not gonna lie. Given I'm the opportunity, given the opportunity, could football? you? Could you run an offense and outsmart a defense, an NFL defensive coordinator? If with a little experience, not right now. No, not right I'm, now. Oh, okay. Not that was right my now. question. Could you step out there with some tonight? experience? I think I could, but not right now. Or maybe you could be an analyst like Tony Romo. You know, Ooh. he's like predicting plays before it happens. You know, that's something that might be in your well, future. Well, something. Too. It's just, it's not hard to see a quick screen coming when the defense. I'm pretty confident. Shoot, you might have to start uh, making some videos or something. Yeah. yeah, your own personal. Maybe a little Periscope, maybe a little IG Live, like, hey, here's what's going to happen next. And then, and then it, it probably won't happen, but <laughs> yeah. you can try. But if it does, I look like a genius. Hey, oh, now we all know. Probably wear the shades or something. Yeah. Now we all know, listeners out there, you ever playing flag football or maybe seven on seven, you see trips left and the defense sagging off? Quick screen. Call Quick an screen. audible. <laughs> yeah. To your best receiver, not your worst one. Make sure the guy can catch before you throw the ball. I'll br- I'm going to bring it back to the – We'll bring it back to the 49ers because uh, one thing I did want to say, and it's, like I said, kind of feel bad about this because we're not even really talking about the 49ers, um, but just they played the Giants. So yeah. it, Eli Manning washed up. They're also 1-8. Yes. and eight. Yes, it's over. I think he is. It's, it's over. Now he's he already wasn't great. Now he has no receiving core. He has no help. At all. Okay, but he did. He's also getting old too. Like he's, he's same draft class as Ben, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. And I think Ben's going to be done. People talk about Ben like he's an ancient. Yeah. Kind of weird because Philip Rivers might be the most lasting quarterback out of those three. They, he yeah, actually isn't. Little just a little side note. Uh, boop, 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 breaking news. Um, but who was oh, Philip Rivers? Yeah, Rivers. Sorry, I I just forgot. You're good, you're good. But um, he is in concussion protocol. Might is it his a hundred. It's 184, 134 uh, game streak is in jeopardy now. Uh, I actually didn't even know that he had that streak going until today. So, but it's just funny you said that because the Sheeb curse. It's again. Retroactively, I didn't say anything about Philip Rivers until today. You just said I mean, something about the it. The news just broke out. They it's knew you were going to say something about okay, it. Okay, well, all right. But yeah, I mean, it actually Eli just Manning. happened right after you made that comment. Okay. Well, I didn't play him in fantasy, so that might be, that might be why. Right, but uh, that's all you care about. <laughs> no one cares but about fantasy. But Eli Manning, team. I don't think he's washed up. I think he maybe has two years left in him just till they find the right quarterback. Okay. It's going to be one of those. Well, then they're going to draft a quarterback, and here's the thing. You're going to sit behind Eli Manning for two years, like uh, the guy from Wyoming. can't think of his name. You're, they draft him. You sit behind Eli Manning for two years. You figure out how the hell you win games in the NFL because you're not at Wyoming anymore. 
And then when Eli Manning retires, he steps in, and maybe you have an Aaron Rodgers-like situation where, you know, Brett Favre's mm. Aaron Rodgers steps in. And All right, you heard it here first. Shub is predicting right now that the future New York Giants quarterback, whoever that may be, is going to be, be Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, be and he's I'm also comparing Eli Manning to Brett Favre. No, that is not at all what I'm Two saying. Two hot takes in one sentence. It could be the same situation where Eli mentors the young quarterback. Ah. And Why is he maybe lying? he is good. Maybe. But don't you think if you're the Giants, like you're going to take a QB first rounder here? No, because you have so many other needs. Like the, that's, the oh, Browns shit. should not take a QB in the first round. As much as they need a quarterback, they have so many other needs they need to address right now before quarterback. But you're seeing now that teams are getting burned, especially with that Deshaun Watson situation. Like, Don't you think like it's just becoming more apparent to the league that you got to take a risk on a QB if he's going to be good? Yeah, and I, I think. But I, in my opinion, there's not a surefire quarterback coming out in this Darnold. draft. I don't like Sam Darnold. I, okay. He hasn't done – dude, he's losing to – like. He's losing to Washington State, who was good for a little bit this year. He struggled for a little while against Colorado the other day. Like Football's a team sport. It is yeah, a team you sport. Just, you just made the case that Eli wasn't washed up because he has nobody around him. You're telling me Sam Darnold doesn't have anyone around him at USC? I mean, they, they were, were they a top to five very team. Very overrated team. Yeah, I know. And Notre Dame was a top five team, too. And look this, how this that is the turned same, out. These are like, you guys are the same people that said, you know, Mark Sanchez was going to be a stud coming out of what? college. Or <laughs> no, you know, Matt Barkley was going to be hey, Shout out know, Mark Sanchez, thing. friend of or, the program. how about this? Cody Kessler was going to be a surefire thing coming out of college. We're not saying that. You, you guys, you were like the people that said that. And now you're saying right. Sam Donald's going to be a surefire. And then he's going to come out, get drafted by the Browns, who he said he doesn't even want to play for, or the Giants <laughs> or someone. And then he's going to suck. And then you guys will be like, oh, wow, she was right all the time. All right, so anyway, right. we're going to move on. Um, we're just gonna, I think we're going to move on try to get this over with because I think Shoe needs to go to bed. Uh, he did come in. A little cranky. He did come in a little late, uh, and he did mention it's kind of a busy day, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to extend a little sympathy for you, all right? I'm gonna, I feel bad. Maybe we'll get you out of I'm here. I'm not. Fuck you, Shoe. At least somebody said it. But, uh, yeah, we're, we'll, we'll keep moving along. So the next thing I think we're going to talk about, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, for those of you who don't know, injured for a while, uh, 14 months, I think, yeah, is what I saw. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, so long that when he he was asked about it, he only referenced it as the past couple months as if it wasn't over a year of his life. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's back. He did not play, uh, sat behind Case Keenum, but, I mean, that's kind of to be expected. I guess the recovery yeah, process sure. isn't sure. 100%. Um, but for a guy who high hopes coming in, I think, pretty – Yeah, so pretty I think couple next couple of weeks. What you think he'll be back in the next couple I weeks? I think though, I think he will see some time. Mm-hmm. It might not be in like a starting role, but it might be in like a garbage right. time situation. Case Keenum's looking real good. Yeah. Case Keenum is looking very well. Agreed and the Vikings, good thing. seven and two. Yeah, yeah. it's been. They may not. They, they said they may not change it, but it, Case Keenum goes down. Case Keenum's had a lot of concussion issues in the mm-hmm. past. Yeah, he goes down. Teddy Bridgewater, you gotta go in. And, and like it, you said, garbage well, time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. I was just gonna say garbage time. He could get in for sure. And I mean, it, 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 say he doesn't even get in until he's fully healthy. At least he'll be fully healthy. So something like that does happen to Keenum. Uh, it's not a bad thing to have a healthy yeah, Teddy Bridgewater on your bench. Be rushed, yeah. Yeah, but um, another an interesting thing is okay. You know how when teams clinch playoffs. They usually play their backups in, like, the last game, maybe the last two, depending on how early you clinched. Right. If the Vikings do end up clinching very early, do you play Teddy Bridgewater and risk an injury? Because yes. then you, I think, in the future, Teddy Bridgewater is your man. Here, Well, here's yeah. my question to you then. Um, for a team, I mean, they haven't been struggling, like, in recent years, I guess, but they really haven't done great. Yeah. So 
who do you want to be playing for you in the playoffs? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Do you, do you want, want is Case Keenum your playoff quarterback? That's exactly. That's what exactly what I'm trying to say. Do you want Teddy Bridgewater to go in? Well, no. I'm asking you. What's your answer to that question I just asked? See, I really don't know. Is because do I have seen. You don't know. I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen Teddy Bridgewater perform in two years. Okay. I don't know how he's going that's to fair. do in a game situation. I haven't even seen him in practice. Okay. And Keenum's playing real well. Keenum yeah. is playing very well. Yeah, but the thing is, if for example, let's say he is doing well in situations in practice, do you start Teddy Bridgewater come playoff time? Mm-hmm. And that's something I think you'll just have to – well, I, fans, I guess, will – it'll just have to come down to trusting the front office and yeah. trusting the coaches to communicate and figure out what the best the, move, I guess, is. There's still a lot of time left. And is Sam Bradford out for the year? I think so. At least if he's not out for the year, he's not – I haven't even heard people talking about him. Yeah. So. Yeah. But if he comes back, if he's not out for the year, now mm-hmm. you have three possible starting quarterbacks. Well, I don't know how much of a – I think if Sam Bradford comes back, I don't know how much of competition it is, honestly. It, you don't. Think, it would, I think the competition think at that Keenum point is would be so well right now. He, like you said, they're seven and Is two. it Keenum or is it the is it the Vikings being good? There's a difference. It's, it's it both. Might just be Pat yeah. There's a difference. Oh, hey, shout out, shout uh, out friend of the show. Uh, but there's a difference. So yeah, I haven't watched a lot. I'm just kind of throwing. I'm not trying to. No, yeah. It's I'm just throwing it's questions a weird out there. Situation in Minnesota, I feel. Like. Yeah. Because for, for it's one of those things where I mean so. Like the Patriots, good team, and obviously Brady's good. Yes. But the Vikings, Case Keenum, is he just benefiting off of the good team? Right. Is he like stick him on stick him on another team, maybe not as good as the Vikings are now? Does he still have the same success? That's all I'm saying. We'll never know. So when it comes down to it, I would say like Sam Bradford. That's just my opinion. Sam Bradford maybe be a little more tenured with a good team. I don't know. I I'd throw him out there or healthy Teddy Bridgewater, like 100. percent Teddy Bridgewater, let's not forget, like he. I'm also he, yeah, like you said, I'm assuming like, he'll before he got hurt, they were a playoff team. They were a Blair Walsh made field goal away from going on to the next round, and then then that next off off season he got hurt with like, their training camp. Like he was expected to be like almost kind of like the next Deshaun Watson before Deshaun Watson even happened in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like he was putting up those not like the same ridiculous numbers, but he was putting up mm-hmm. decent numbers. He was he was. It was nice at Louisville too. He kind yeah. of before uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Lamar. Well, yeah, not like he like paved the way or anything, oh, but yeah. kind of put Louisville on the map. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I mean, when when was the last time you heard about Louisville and their football team before like Teddy Bridgewater was uh, down there making yeah. making plays? So yeah, and just I mean, one of the biggest reasons, like we said, he's a he's a great quarterback. Could be could be back, could not. But he even said he had some nice quotes. Just like he even appreciates more of the little things now, and I think. A lot of our listeners being, you know, athletes, maybe or former athletes. I'm, I'm sure this resonates with you. Uh, he was even saying things as little as running out of the locker room, standing by his teammates on, during the national anthem, strapping up his pads. It was all things that uh, he just appreciated having back. So oh, yeah. I thought it was yeah, kind of a yeah, cool story. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the best moments I think you guys can, like when you've had prior injuries, mm-hmm. like coming back that first time, whether oh, yeah. you're playing or not. Like that's, Rehab, it's awesome. Everything is it's a grind. It's kind of depressing, for lack of a better word, because I mean, you got your team, you got your sport, uh, things you've been work. You'd work, you'd already work so hard up to that yeah. point where you'd got the injury, and then to have to then go through an even more kind of, I would say, even sometimes tougher recovery process, especially with an ACL. Yeah, yeah. like I said, especially like you said, like with an ACL, like he didn't just sprain his ankle and out for you know four it was a very or five bad weeks. Sports it was injury. a very, it was almost career ending. Like, and his career was very early, and you know when you're. I'm assuming like you know every athlete knows that 
the game is like can be taken from you at any time. Absolutely. But when you're in the NFL, I mean, I'm sure like he wasn't thinking. No, no Year one is. three, I'm not. I, this could be the end of my career right now. And that's what yeah. practice. You said that like everyone knows in the back of their head, but it yeah. takes something like you just saying that. Yeah, we can sit here now and say, oh yeah, like obviously it can be taken away, but right. like you said, no one thinks about. No, that. he was definitely. I'm. I can. Yeah. I'll bet any amount of money that he was not thinking on that play or whatever it was. There was no contact. I'm pretty sure. That's either. what I'm saying. Yeah. There was at no point was he like, oh, like hey, I might tear my ACL on this play. Yeah. And it just, it's just sad. It sucks to see it happen. But we're happy to see him back. Um, hopefully he does big things or, or the Vikings keep rolling. Uh, or he find who knows, maybe a new home somewhere else. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so we're just going to swing it along, uh, keep rolling down the NFL train. Uh, the Saints. Big time. Yeah. Max Buffalo. Big time. So At I Buffalo. Just, they beat Buffalo, who lost to the Jets. I just want to start. Like whoop de doo, congratulations. Okay, that's where I wanted to start. Shub, you've been a big Saints. You've been a big Saints naysayer. Seven to two. A whole naysayer today, all of today, but especially a Saints naysayer historically. Um, And you guys will hear, uh, will hear or have heard. I don't know what we're gonna do with it yet. But coach's corner with Calhoun. Uh, We did kind of want to have Sleek on again as a um, as a Saints fan, just kind of giving his little take on this game because it was. I mean, they, they, they put up a good game. And oh, yeah. so he had some – he specifically wanted me to give you this, shoe as we couldn't get his coach's corner segment. Um, so your biggest criticism uh, has been the Saints don't have a running game, right? Is that correct? Is that fair that to say? That is correct. Sure. Yeah. I think we have actually – if you could go, if you guys go back and listen, you can actually hear a direct quote, Schubert saying the Saints can't run the ball. So as Sleek being a Saints fan, as I mentioned, he gave me some stats. Um, the Saints had not one – not two, not three or four, not five, but six rushing touchdowns against this team. 300 yards on the ground. And then we're going to go on. So, so I know you're like you said. Like you said, like you said. Save well, metrics. Well, what are you going to say? Because I'm not done. But what are you going to say right now? Because I think I know. One rushing touchdown was Drew Brees, so that doesn't really count. Why does it not count? Because it wasn't marking. Did he run the ball? Oh, yeah, but it wasn't it's it's a running game. It was a QB sneak. It wasn't like a run. One, it wasn't a QB whatever. sneak. Whatever. I didn't watch the game. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not a running game. He was passing the ball, and then he runs in the You don't know that. That's five other touchdowns, then. Five. Congratulations, you finally and, did And it. 300 yards. Um, all right, so then moving About on. Time. So just going back, because what I thought you were going to say was like you already – I thought you were going to bring up that it was against the Bills. Yeah, it is against the, the Bills. Yeah, okay, so you're discrediting the opponent. Yeah. They're okay, so we'll go season. We'll go the season for the Saints. That's, that's okay. No, no, no. <laughs> the season – just listen. Saints, this bad running team you talk about, third in the NFL in rushing yards. Third in rushing yards per game. And big – Big one here, Shub. This is the nail in the coffin. Shout out, Sleek. I told you I was going to get him. Most rushing touchdowns in the league. The okay. New Orleans Saints. Well, no running game. Where? Where? You all hear this, Shub is just denying <laughs> straight facts. And as okay, well, ma- ma- okay, maybe it's their passing game now. Maybe it's their passing game. Don't so now you're questioning, you're questioning <laughs> future Brees. Hall of Famer Drew Brees. First ballot. What lengths will Shub go to <laughs> to discredit? I just want Drew Brees, Drew Brees to play well in fantasy because he is killing me. And until then, I will be the biggest Saints. No one gives well, a shit about your fantasy. Well, part I don't of care. No one gives a shit about my part fantasy. of it is that they have such a good running game, so they just run the ball. That's why Drew Brees isn't getting as many opportunities. No, they don't. That's have what happens game. with good teams. They're, Listen, they're the good only reason they're even good now is because they have a bunch of Ohio State players. So, Coach Leak, you're welcome. You Shub, have I'm just going to cut you off there. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, I mean, does anyone else have any comments about that game? I mean, the nah. Saints are rolling. I don't think there's, I guess, by finding a weak point in your game, you're just finding the one piece that isn't as good as the other ones at this point. So if they can keep that rolling, I would say look out in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Um, but now, just moving on, another team maybe you got to look out for, the Rams. Yeah, I'm, I'm in on the Rams. Jared Goff. Yeah, I'm in on the, the Rams, but not the Saints. Not the Saints, no. In on the Rams, not the Saints. Okay, that's fine. Jared Goff, very good player. Not MVP, as I think Ben said earlier. You don't think? I'm not saying, like, front runner, but he's got at least no, he's he's entered the race, the like Here, the I top got, ten. Hey, you know what I got for you. you got Statistics. Say my metrics. I think I got numbers. We got something. On the Wentz bandwagon, so. so we'll just go. So I'll give you maybe a – no, you can't even say that. A little bit above average – uh, season leading up to the but the past two weeks it's had a passer rating of 146.8 and 125.4 seven total touchdowns no interceptions and uh, almost 700 total yards and that's just the past two weeks so not bad if it's kind of like Ben said maybe if you look at the entire season right if it ended right now obviously maybe like probably not the MVP no, no definitely not, not. Right now, but, but he's on he's on the way and he's had a hot, he's had a QBR of over a hundred four times total on the season. And that's what happens when you have a good running game. 98 once. Yeah. Better line, too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Take pressure off. Right. Golf and golf can okay. So the out. Saints still suck, apparently. I never said the Saints suck. I said that's what happens when you have a running game. Okay. We, we never brought the Saints. You guys are just But, yeah, I don't know. That's, I guess, my take. Kind of like I said, I'm yeah. not going to – if the season ended today, obviously not MVP, but – I think Carson's up there. All right, so I have a question. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. No yeah, doubt definitely Wentz is in there. So – I'm going to say, other th- who are your other three besides Carson Wentz in the MVP race? Three. I don't know. There's really not a whole bunch of guys playing far and away better than everybody else. I mean, yeah, you always have Tom Brady. He's playing. He's playing for I've real. heard Alex he's Smith. He's picked it up, too. Okay. Just because they're, they're winning. winning. They are winning. Yeah, they are yeah. winning. He slowed down a little bit, he slowed though. down, but yes, I've heard him at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You I like mean, that? I really don't know who My else. My MVP would be Carson. Right yeah, now. Right now would be Carson. I think yeah. I think it almost have to be yeah. with the way he's been playing and how how good they are. Right. And because that's like another – there's another example, I guess, of kind of what I was saying uh, with the Keenum thing. Like, is it Keenum benefiting off the good team? I genuinely think if you take Carson off the Eagles, they're a losing yeah. team. Yeah, I'm sure. They're below 500. He's thrown, he's thrown to almost every receiver on that roster. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, that was a stat I brought up the other day. No, not one receiver, or maybe they've had one now. But at the time I said it, and that was – couple weeks ago. Yeah, like not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. Not one receiver – on the Eagles has ha- had had up to that point a 100-yard game. Yeah, they'd, he shares the ball. Um, they got J.J., that helps. Yeah. And they yeah. Have his first rushing touchdown they have, with them. The, the his thing first is, game. Yeah, they have, they have J.J., and then they get close to the goal line. They're like, all right, here's LeGarrette Blunt. You have fun yeah. with him. <laughs> um, so, I mean, they're – They're legit. They're definitely legit, mm-hmm. legit team. I think, yes, if you take Carson Wentz off that team, who's their backup, Nick Foles? I think so. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. But – Nick Foles isn't going to win many games with that team. Um, I don't think Case Keenum does well with that team. Mm. Uh, I don't. I don't. Well, I just don't know. I don't, we'll we'll see. never know. Obviously, I yeah. hope, I, there's been some good football, so I just hope. I hope it continues. I hope maybe I want more guys to step up because it's just fun to talk it's, about. It's more of all quarterbacks this year. Like last year, you yeah, had a little bit of. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, that's not really new, but like last year, you had some. You know, some Zeke talk with mm. MVP. Well, he's certainly some other. I think yeah. Kareem Hunt's the running back in the race. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Maybe Kareem Hunt might be the running back. back. Yeah, he so. has. And then yeah. last year you had people saying, "I've heard a little bit. I heard a lot of a little bit of Julio last year." Okay, like, not this year. Not even <laughs> this year. Like, no, no way. So I don't even know what receiver will be in that that's race. That's what I'm saying. There's really no outside of like I said, quarterbacks, and even there, no one is really 
far and away establishing themselves. Yeah. Besides really Carson, that's really mm-hmm. it. All right, are we good for some college foosball? Yes. Yes. First, of course, we got to talk about the U. Oh, um, yeah. We'll try to be quick with this recap just because we did yeah. sum it up it's a, we, in college football's yeah. finest, but the U is back. We'll we'll sum up. Oh, yeah. Like uh, like you heard in college football's finest, the bandwagon is rolling full force, and this, this shit is packed. We, we got, got more people on here now than ever. Except for Kev. Except Still for naysayer. Yeah. Except for Martinson. Yep. We actually, well, actually, I actually I haven't talked to him since the game. Do you really think that Notre Dame is going to lose to Miami? He said that last week, I believe, on our – Little blowout. Little he blow. predicted a blowout. Yeah, we called him in. It, it was a blowout. It was a blowout. It's not what Kevin thought. He was wearing the shoe glasses. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the turnover chain. We saw it oh, out in four, four, four appearances. Five. You'll be seeing those clips in the video. Yeah. Oh, check that out. Twitter. BJ underscore podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But honestly, as much as I like enjoyed watching that game so much, I had – I'm, I'm going to go off the U game. I kind of had to, like, not watch it anymore because there was such another better game going on at the time in Alabama, Mississippi State. Oh, yeah. Uh, can, we can Who? get to that. I just want to say the U, the U real quick. There's a real statement play in the middle of that game. They're up oh, 27 yeah. points. Yes, Fourth and nine midfield. They throw a quick snap, jump ball to the receiver down the sideline. Converted. 40-yard gain. Yeah. You know, that's a statement right yes. there that they, they don't fuck around. They're ready. They're up 27 points. That's the, that's that's the midfield. old U that we they're all back. knew and loved. They're back. But like, Ohio State beat if them if you don't get that play, they're back. If you don't get that play, like obviously you're up 27 points, you got some security, but they got the ball at midfield, mm-hmm. short field, momentum swing. Yeah, for sure. I think that just shows you how much confidence Mark Rick has in that defense. That's they, how they I got think, that swag. Yeah, they got, they that's the, the confidence swag. they have in themselves. Yeah. I mean, I don't. For for those of you, I don't even know if there's anybody left at this point who doesn't like this turnover chain. All I can I'm say is you haven't <laughs> seen it. You haven't seen it been given live during a game if yeah, you haven't sick. watch their next game watch a video or a recap or, or something of from the video. from the beginning of the play where the turnover happens to to all the way until the end yeah. just watch it, it and just imagine yourself being that you being that defender and telling me that you still don't like the yeah. idea of the turnover chain it. it's awesome there's it's no coincidence that this they have i mean the best defense in the country right now yeah, I agree. Yeah, secondary for sure. I mean, at least okay, I know. I mean, well, when you're you're forcing 16 turnovers in four weeks, yeah, just that's ridiculous. It sounds that even sounds better than four forced turnovers in four consecutive yeah, weeks. Yeah, ridiculous. Question: They were number two in the AP. Do you see them getting maybe to one? I could see them being one. I don't think I so. I really could, because Alabama struggled, like I said, with Mississippi State. We'll get to that in a second. But they could blew they be out Notre Dame. Yeah, no, I hear you. The committee was very high on because their only loss was to Georgia, and then mm-hmm. Georgia got, just got blown out by Auburn. Yeah. yeah. So I could definitely see Miami taking the one spot. I don't know if it will actually happen. I think uh-huh. it's possible, but they wouldn't be my personal number one. It would be Bama for me. Right. Should they, could they? Yeah, it's you possible. could probably say yeah. that. Will they? Probably not. And I think we will see um, the committee's probably discredited Notre Dame a little bit just because Georgia got blown out too. Yes, so I, was, so I was thinking that. So that might hurt Miami a little bit just – knowing that Notre Dame wasn't as good as they thought they were. I will say just real quick before we move on to the next game, uh, the one thing, just because I want to be a little unbiased here, you guys know I'm all about the U, I'm with it, especially Uh with uh, Ohio State maybe being out of it. We don't know. Yeah. But as of now, uh, the U might have to be my my playoff bandwagon team. So the one thing that I would say just on the negative side, just and like I said, from kind of paying more attention to them this season, I would say 
and not that he's playing terrible, but for for a legit title contention, their quarterback Malik Rozier, he kind of yeah. needs to step it up just yeah. a little bit. Cause, I agree. I mean, these, the defense has been winning games, but they're not going to do that every time. Mm-hmm. So what happens when they don't have four turnovers yeah. on a big stage? Does Malik Rozier step up? And that's I think that's going to be what separates them from having a very, very legitimate chance to winning this or getting embarrassed and, by And their running game has been very well, but what happens when a team shuts down no, the No, I hear you. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like they, that's what I'm saying. They have the strengths and the weakness, I would say, is quarterback play. And so to, to win those playoffs, you, and like we were just saying, it's, it's really no different in the NFL. But to win those big games – you need at least a, you need a consistent, solid quarterback, and I would say he does have the ability to just kind of go in the tank. And if he goes in the tank, and another aspect of that, if another cylinder of that team goes down, yeah, it could get real ugly. Yeah, I will say I do think he's definitely the weakest link, but he did play a good game mm-hmm. this weekend. Not you know, a bad he link to the have. ball, and yeah, he doesn't have to dominate too. Like they do have a running game, and he can run himself too. Right. Like he's ran for touchdowns rush, too. He had a rush so that's definitely. A plus side, if you know, if you have a QB that struggles a little bit, if he has the ability to run, that can bail you out at times. So yeah, sure, uh, we're gonna find out. Should you want to go to Alabama, Mississippi State? Yeah, um, I watched more of this game than I did the U, just because uh, of I how, did not watch a lot of this. Game. How much of a blowout that game was, and this had more. Once I saw it was a blowout, this had more implications on Ohio State's chance. But we'll get to that in a little bit. But Alabama was struggling very bad with Mississippi State in a. I believe it was tied late in the game. Yeah, yeah it was very tied. Yeah, less than a minute left, tied. Couldn't remember if Mississippi State was winning or not. That's why I said that. But, uh, yeah, they were tied. And, uh, Mississippi State went, like, they made one of the worst. They called a timeout. And in my opinion, they – so what happened was Jalen Hurts dropped back. I heard the whistle. A lot of the players heard the whistle and kind of stopped. And Jalen Hurts started scrambling on the left side and would have had, like, a touchdown. But – they, like I said, the timeout was called. And the announcer was saying, well, good thing they called a timeout. Jalen Hurts would have scored. I don't think that would have happened because the players the stopped. stopped. They all, all of them stopped because they all heard the whistle. Well, then the next play, Mississippi State runs cover zero. And for people that don't know what More cover analysis. zero is. Same this, is the, this is the elite quarterback coming back it's out. It's pretty much everyone up in the line of scrimmage, man coverage with the receivers, no safety help over top. And all Alabama did was run a little slant and got – the first down, and then the very next player, they did the same thing, and then Alabama scored on that. Um, and that's it's a bonehead decision by so I think you should start maybe working towards being an offensive coordinator. I mean, I'd love yeah. to. Why not? Also, it's kind of what I want to do. Oh, yeah. Ooh. oh, a little you heard here first. Behind the, the future curtains. is yeah. here. But uh, and then another thing that drives me, and just it's one of my pet peeves, when there's a hail mary chance and the quarterback throws it out of the end zone. Like, just give your guys you gotta a give chance. them a chance. Like, I understand yeah. you have a cannon. Shoe would give them a chance for sure. Yeah, because I wouldn't get it out of the end zone. Mm-hmm. I might get it to the fifteen. Maybe. Maybe from the twenty. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> At least I mean, you throw it out of the end zone. There is absolutely no chance you win that game. That's a hot take. Hot take. Yeah, the man's gonna catch it. Mm-hmm. Was well, it still a touchdown then? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But if you throw it at least in the end zone, like in some facility, even in front of the end zone, there's a chance the ball gets tipped like backwards. Sheep, stop whispering to the mic. I'm not whispering in the mic. We go. What do you say? Okay. But I just hate when they throw it the back of the end zone. That's I've seen two quarterbacks do that in the last five years. Notre Dame's Shoot, quarterback five years ago, and then Mississippi State's quarterback. Fuck you, Andrew. <laughs> All right. Whoa, whoa. We want to get into Ohio State real quick. Uh, yeah. I mean, Shub, I'm a, you go first because we definitely need to keep this one quick. So yeah. yeah. Well, I just want to say something first. quick. 
Um, not gonna really talk about the game. Very dominating game. Ohio State chances are legit to getting back in the playoffs. It's just been a weird season. So you know, chances are two win or two loss team is gonna get in. Yeah, and I just want to say this: um, if the AP poll is very similar to the playoff poll, um, Alabama's gonna end up playing Georgia, if and Auburn. So if Alabama beats Auburn, they're gonna fall because that's a three loss team. Um, if Auburn, if Alabama beats Georgia, they're gonna fall. That's a to a two loss team. They'll probably fall probably fall below Ohio State. And that makes that right there puts Ohio State in the six. Sabermetrics. And then Miami plays Clemson. Okay, that probably knocks them. If they lose, if Miami beats Clemson, Clemson probably falls so, below Ohio State. So just we got a lot of people out there who don't really care about Ohio State. So all, I'm just gonna cut to your chase. Yeah. You're saying there's a chance. Yeah, there's a very good chance because then the only team in front of Ohio State to get in the playoffs is Wisconsin. And, and guess who Ohio State has to play to win the Big Ten championship? The Cheese. Waste freaking Costin. All right, and I'm just gonna say this. Just real quick, this is my one take. I've heard a lot of people, some naysayers, um, saying they would be upset if Ohio State makes it in. Maybe they don't deserve it. I say to hell with that. If Ohio yes. State gets it in by for any for any damn reason, I'm I'm riding that train all the way to the end. Oh, what, yeah. I mean, it worked for us last time. So all the haters Not and last losers, time. the first time, the last time, we well, the first time, yeah, the, first time yeah. the first time it happened in this fashion. Yeah. If it yeah. happens like this, it'll just be all we'll hear is. How it compares yeah. to yeah. a fluke team getting like in. Once we get in, or if we get like in, anything can happen. And you just got to get there. Know. Yeah. So that's all I wanted to say. Haters and losers, just keep it to yourself. If we get in, I'm going to be back on my bullshit. Gil, if Miami plays Ohio State in the national championship game, that's what it, looks like it might be. If it's, it'll probably be Bama, Ohio State, Miami, Oklahoma. Shit. If Miami and Ohio State moves on, who are you taking? Well, this is like I can understand why you think this would be a hard question, but back when Ohio State was in clear contention, I did make it clear. I think uh, I said specifically the U is the best team in college football, besides Ohio State. So if it comes down to it, I think I would be I would be shunned from my household. Yeah, if I, I were to choose the U. Yeah. So um, I would be lying to the listeners. I'd be lying to you guys uh, and myself, and that's not what I'm about. Uh, now, not now, not ever. So do we want to talk about what we think the college football playoffs is going to be for you know this Tuesday, the predictions? I think it's going to be the, almost the exact same thing to the AP pool. It'll Except be about Notre Dame's out, expect. Miami's in. Yeah. And, and yeah, Georgia's in. out. And yeah, then I Oklahoma's in. Yes. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be Bama, Miami, Oklahoma, Clemson. In that order? But I think Miami might be one. I'm just going to – that's my little hot take. I okay. think Miami might be With one. With a dominating win? There's a shot. Win, There's so a we'll shot. See. I don't think they will be, but it's a definite possibility. Yeah. Can't rule it out. But I honestly, it would not shock me to see Clemson maybe slip out, put Wisconsin in. Ooh, undefeated. They beat Iowa handily, and you can make the argument Iowa's a decent team, but I don't know. We'll see. My man Stanley. Yeah. And, that, and that's just another <laughs> thing Ohio about State the killer. playoffs. It's, it's fun and all like now, but like like we've said, and like how it'll always be there until that last week, like that's – it's just – it almost seems silly to me because, like, you even read off that list. There's that yeah. top four now. Sure, yeah, that's all great and dandy if you're in, but – doesn't really mean anything. Those four teams still have big games left. Yeah. yeah. So that's just like, it's uh, just, it's just hey, weird congrats, that you're doing well so far. Yeah. In the top eight, there's about four or five teams that play each other. Mm-hmm. And that's – in my opinion, uh, my life of watching college football, that's, like, never happened. And it's more exciting to watch. Yeah, it's it's more exciting. Yeah, I'm not Hell mad yeah. about it, but, like – 
it's very exciting. So we're going to see what happens. I know. All I'm right. pumped. All yeah. right. So, I mean, I think that's it for news. Yeah. Unless you guys have anything else. No, that's it. Let's uh, go we're finish up here. Yeah. Getting uh, close to the end. Anyone want to start? Should I start? I'll, I'll start because I'll t- I talk Ooh, to you. Ooh, the guest wants to start. All so right. my MVP of the week, Shane Larkin made C.J. Miles do, do the worm on the floor by breaking his ankle. I know Larkin isn't a well-known player. Uh, yeah, Celtics. I was um, bench up, player. Backup yeah. point guard. No, I didn't even know he was still in the league, to be honest. Yacked him. Put Actually, on some sauce there. Shane Larkin's from the U, Gil. Oh. Yeah. No surprise then. That he's, no surprise. But he's got that swag. Like this. He's yeah. a backup point guard, and CJ Miles is a very decent bench player mm-hmm. for the, was it, the well, hey, Blazers. Hey, Raptors. Raptors, Raptors. In Raptors. the NBA, at that level, man, a move a move is a move. I mean, I guess you could see, like, what, LeBron had that one-on-one against Dirk. Yeah, that's yeah, well, that was different. That was but with two point guards on each other, two athletes yeah. on each other yeah. at that level. And it wasn't if like, you yeah, he just like that. went the wrong way. He, he fell, fell on his face. Yeah. He did the worm. Absolutely. Like, he was was that's what I'm saying. That's no, uh, you, like, you just, you guys, like, specified, like, there were bench players, like, bro, that's a, that was a yak. Yeah. yeah. He yanked them. Yeah. But, hey, MVP, Shane Larkin, um, Maybe it's a bigger role. We'll see. Mm-hmm. So uh, my eco-friendly team of the week. Oh, yeah. We're big green guys here. Big green. Oh, yeah. Cleveland Cavaliers. Save the planet. Uh, they decided to take the subway today for the Knicks game mm-hmm. instead of taking the 45-minute bus ride to Madison Square Garden, right. like using the streets of New York. When you're not doing anything else right, do something off the court yes, right. exactly. And it kind of covers up your shitty season. They so might think that take, if, I mean, if they win tonight, I think they have to take the subway everywhere. Yeah. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. no one's talking about how bad we are now. They're just talking about how we rode exactly. a subway. Exactly. So, so I mean, that's a, that's a big PR 101 move there right. by the Cavs. Very good move by the PR team with the Cavs. Eco-friendly team of the week. Yeah, you guys are sucking, guys. so you're going to have to start riding the subway. Yes. But it's going to look great. That's all I have for my awards. Anyone else can go. I'm gonna jump in, okay? Because I think it. you got some good awards, and I'm gonna let this episode end on a on a <laughs> on a good note. Yeah, um, appreciate that. So guy. I just had two. Um, my first one, I don't know if you guys saw, but I'm just giving a little shout out to the Bills fan base. Uh, Bills I just, mafia. Yeah, right. Just recently come, I guess I'll I have to give a little shout out to like Barstool, like we yeah. said, friends of the show. They kind of been pushing this whole movement. Yeah, for real. Uh, not too uh, different than our. You bandwagon movement, but mm-hmm. it's kind of the same. They're yeah. pushing it, so the Bills they got they got a nice fan base. And anyway, my who's back is streaking because Ooh. it's been a minute since I've seen a solid fan streak across, like a, a fan streaking moment across the field. And this guy made it, I think, end to end. If I saw the video right, put on some moves, ran past the team. That had to have been a cool moment for him. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Pants or not, um, and he put on some moves in the end zone. I mean, eventually got down, but well, he was out, man. I mean, if you're eventually gonna have that. Um, so that's my that's my first one. Who's back? I do uh, want to give a c- quick shout out to my man from Hong Kong, Luke Keho. Oh, so in Hong Kong, uh, maybe Ooh. I don't know. I haven't talked to him in a while. Okay. But uh, we have this thing in Hong Kong called the Hong Kong Rugby Sevens. Mm-hmm. It happens in March, and it's basically a weekend thing where a bunch of the best rugby teams in the world. Big event from what yeah, I've heard. Huge, from huge, just huge to event. put it in perspective, it's what I mean. I don't want to say biggest because I don't know what goes on over yeah. there, but would you put in their top five? Oh, events? yeah, for sporting okay. events, definitely. Top five definitely. sporting events in Hong Kong. So yeah. there you go. And it was when he was in high school, I believe, like ninth or tenth grade, he streaked across the field. Dang. And we got video footage of it. <laughs> this isn't allegedly this happened. Oh, so yeah. it no, was a real great moment for everyone. All. Yeah, so it's quick shout move. out. Yeah. Hey, I, that was a good story there. I appreciate Thanks, that yeah, shout out. All right, and then my other one, um, I had Hot Seat. Which was Jerry Jones. I feel like he gets um, – you either love him or you hate him, yeah. uh, honestly. And so from what I've been hearing, he 
It's a rumor mill, obviously, because it has to do with the owners. So you're only hearing the reports that you get are from secondhand sources, so to speak. No one's actually talking to these owners, mm-hmm. um, at least on the record. And apparently, so Jerry Jones has been leading a crusade against uh, Roger Goodell as they work through contract extension talks. And apparently, then, like I said, there's been some reports that Jerry may or may not have crossed the line a few times, might be kind of um, getting a little too big for his britches, uh, as it's a owner's association, obviously, as everybody knows. Yeah. Maybe, uh, people, might, people are saying he's stepping out of line a little bit. And certain owners in this association where they're supposed to you know, be a unit are calling for punishment of Jerry Jones Damn. for his actions against Roger Goodell and hot seat. Yeah, they're basically saying he's impeding this. Uh, they're he's impeding this contract process. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna say hot seat Jerry Jones. Wow, wow. Right, you got any more awards? Or? If I think of one, while you talk, I'll bring okay. it back. All right. no, I don't. So I got three here. So my first one is also picking off Gil hot seat of the week is the NFL. Oh, so no fights this week. You know that's bad for the biz, bad, bad for the entertainment. Not as many eyes. And Roger Goodell, ridiculous contract demands, demanding <laughs> fifty million a year, oh and God. a private jet for the rest of his life. Hey, whoa, whoa. I mean, wait a minute. Before I do this, yeah, yeah, yeah. we never really established. I was just gonna do it on my own. So I'm gonna ask: Do we defend the shield here? I don't know. Are we are we naysayers? We I'm a naysayer. Right. All right, then I'm we're naysayer. all naysayers. They do a lot of stupid shit. I'm with Look, you there. With Goodell, like, first of all, Fuck like, shield. he's not doing this for the rest of his life, so why does he need a private jet for the rest of his life? Why, why is he entitled to that? And also, currently, he's making $30 million a year. That's a huge dump. It's not enough. Jump from it's not enough, man. For the shit million he has more. to deal with, that's not enough. From what I've heard also, uh, one of the things, one of the specific things in his contract, and, like, this was, I want to say, a week and a half ago, so it might be off the table now. But at the time, he was asking for And one of the things for people that don't know, one of um, the Players Association's gripes or concerns uh, with the NFL, and it's a tough situation given the nature of the NFL, is that these players don't have guaranteed money. Right. Yeah. Correct. A lot, uh, almost ever. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. And I guess in Goodell's contract, he's asking, there he wanted a very specific, very hefty, essentially guaranteed money should he ever get fired by the league. It's fucking ridiculous. And so That's for so for someone who's and don't Sorry, get me don't wrong. Cuss. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, mom. But anyway, for someone who, uh, understandably, the commissioner of the NFL, I'm not saying it's an easy job by any means, but for the players being the product and not getting guaranteed money, I don't know how as the commissioner right, you yeah. can ask for guaranteed money. You have a you have less of a chance of getting fired. So yeah. if you just yeah. do your job, you won't need that severance package. Yeah. But if these guys do their job to the highest level, best they can, and Teddy Bridgewater gets hurt yeah. on a no-contact injury yeah. and they cut him, SOL, bud. Yeah. <laughs> You're Crazy. done. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my hot seat. My celebration of the week was Juju and Le'Veon Bell. That was a good one. That so they reenacted one. the A.J. Green, uh, Ramsey scuffle. Uh, they did it pretty perfectly. There's photos on Bleach Report, friends of the program. So yes. check them out. Um, don't sleep on A.J. Green, though. I I'd, think, be, yeah. I'd hope they don't. I would hope, if I were them, uh, that he doesn't see that. Because yeah. he's already yeah. made a case for himself. He's mm-hmm. got the golden gloves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I don't know I if th- they were ripping it, I though. Think I think it was just more of a joke. A little, little it was a little both. Hey, a little both. But, I mean, maybe... I'm also Ram- J- Ramsey probably thought he was having a little fun. Yeah. And yeah. look true how that worked out for him. Uh, yeah, true, 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 true. But if you had to give an MVP for the people of like with the players for the celebrations, 
My MVP for celebrations would go to Juju. It's got to be. Yeah, he's, he's a dog. He has stepped up this year. Yeah. Like, he was a big dark Rookie. horse in this race. Youngest player in the league. Yeah. He, you can tell. He, you can tell. And it's it's a weird thing to say because, like, he's almost predicting, like, he'll get a touchdown. But you can tell yeah. they're practiced. You can yeah, tell. Yeah, he, yeah, he puts yeah. legitimate thought into him. And, I mean. And they're good ideas. Yeah. And yeah. a year in a year coming off where a big complaint was, like, no fun league, you yeah. know, like they can't do anything, and now they can. And so, uh-huh. for someone, for a player to, and and they understand it's an inter- a lot of it's entertainment. Like they're out there to do a job and, and win games, but mm-hmm. but it's an entertainment. Yeah. yeah. And so to have just a, even a little thing like that at the end for of a sure. touchdown, it's a lot of fun. And how we're talking, we're talking about it right now. Yeah. So exactly. there you go. Keep doing you. I think the co MVP would go to Le'Veon Bell because they've been almost every single. Yeah. They team up. They team up. I mean, they've done some good ones, the hide-and-seek, the bench mm-hmm. press, and then uh-huh. this, the A.J. Green one. But, yeah, Ben, you can continue. Sorry for interrupting. No, you're good. Uh, my last award of the week is the scheme of the week. Ooh. My man, Jordan Clarkson. So, on uh, in a recent interview, he was talking about his, you know, improvement of play, and he credited to the females. So, Ooh. he was the saying. The biggest motivator. He was saying that females don't like when he's down, so, you know. Got to stay up. He's got to stay up. So Shout that's out what John he's doing Lee. this year. He's playing better, and keep doing you, Jordan Clarkson. Oh boy. There you go. All right. Uh, I just want to give a little. Did we shout out the listeners at the beginning? I think we might have skipped over that. We so I yeah. wanted to. So I just wanted to take the time out because that's been that's been in the back of my head. I didn't want to interrupt the flow of the show, but that was I was I was real disappointed in us because you guys are what makes the show great. For um, sure. We love. I mean. It's mostly just around school, but like you guys, when you guys talk to us about the show, give us your ideas, like opinions on stuff we said. Uh, it's awesome because sometimes I forget like people actually do listen to this, so yeah. to have that interaction with you guys and like, it's like I've always been saying we're trying to make the show better. Uh, we're looking to get better. Like we're really, we really do put effort into this show, so we appreciate that you guys like it. Um, keep keep coming with the ideas. Keep keep listening. Leave a review, as Ben always says. Uh, it is free. Uh, it is I did free. Some, I did some research on that. It is free. That's confirmed. Alex. So, yeah, uh, big numbers, guys. Yeah. Um, so I don't personally see an excuse on why you can't go leave a review, but yeah. that's just me. Thanks again for listening, guys. Uh, like we kind of tweeted out, we're doing a little different format this week just because of Thanksgiving break. Uh, our next episode, this one will be released uh, Tuesday morning. Yeah, this one Tuesday, Tuesday morning, Tuesday, yeah. and, and then, then we'll the next one Thursday morning. Right. So we're recording again Wednesday night uh, with our special guest. 